Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. So this podcast is going to be a little different than they normally are. And the reason why they're going to be a little different is because I'm a total idiot. And I accidentally deleted the audio from a podcast that I did. Actually, I didn't delete it. It got corrupted, um, which is not the first time it happened to me. Um, I'm sure it won't be the last. I will be getting a new computer, which will help me um, solidify this. But I think that there was... Whatever happened, something happened where I... I it just it whatever it is what it is i apologize i'm sorry that this happened but because of that um i'm gonna just talk to you guys i want to give you guys really a life update i think these are super important um even though i know that i've kind of been taking a uh, more of a lackadaisical um approach as opposed to i don't want anyone to think of lazy but more of like the shows i'm doing the show more for me than i am for other people um, even though I have always been doing the show for me, now I'm kind of transforming it into it's really what I want as opposed to what I want people to think I have. Um, so that's really what I've been what I've been working on, and and this show is going to be a little life update. Uh, it, it I may get a little vulgar. I don't know. I'm like a full cup of coffee down when you're probably hearing this. Um, this is this is definitely not going to be your normal um, show, and it's going to be way shorter than most shows I really do. Um, but we are, we literally just hit the 125 mark, and also, there is episode 126, it's on YouTube, so you, if you want to listen to episode 126, I had my friend Ryan Brenner, uh, aka Third Wave, uh, he's an up-and-coming rapper, um, on, you do have to watch that on YouTube, um, I, I apologize, like I said, something had happened with the audio on my computer, I don't edit anything, I, tr I try to get the audio from my mixer into my camera, and then from there, uh, camera into YouTube, I don't do any editing on there. It's completely raw just because the files, especially in 4K, are just gigantic files. And it really limits me on the abilities of um, editing. So they're very raw. They're very unedited, uh, which I actually happen to really like. I like that format uh, because that's how, what the show is built on. The show is built on pure rawness. So I'm literally just going to rant for like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. But this is completely unscripted, as you can tell. Um, but we've, we've done 125, officially 126 episodes. I'm kind of putting this in place of 126. So if, the only way you're going to hear this is if you're listening to it, not if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, but just more so life update. I know that you guys have literally been with me. Some of you guys have been with me for a really, really, really fucking long time. So because of that, one, I, I'm unbelievably grateful for everything that you guys have done. Um for supporting me, for sharing out the tracks, for literally everything in between, you guys are the shit. Um, I look, we're we're, in, we're now in for t over two years. We're we're quickly approaching three years of a podcast. Um, I have no intentions of stopping anytime soon. I've been just outrageously swamped, and between trying to track people down for their information, setting up podcasts, and all that kind of stuff, I'm looking forward to get, getting back in the groove. Um, I'm also learning a lot about myself, so something that I, I wanted to do, and I'm really not a huge fan of it, and at least until I get my new podcast set up, um, is kind of having a traveling podcast kit where I can kind of throw everything all together in a nice little Pelican case and just take it with me wherever I go. That's coming down the road, so that will allow me to travel on the go that will allow me to um have podcasts just about anywhere that I really want especially I have a lot of people that can't make it from New York City out to where I am because it is a bit of a far train ride and you know carving out two hours during their day already on top of another two hours of travel you're talking about six hours for one two-hour podcast um, that's a lot of time for people so 
that's what I'm looking forward to getting into, um, which is going to, I think, is really going to just help take the podcast to the next level. It's going to allow me for more flexibility. Um, and I've done a lot of traveling lately, and, and, I, and I don't know if I've really covered that. Um, but part of me starting my own business, I kind of want to go back to one why I left my old company there's there's been a lot of people reaching out to me saying why did I leave why am I on my own now uh, all that kind of stuff so um uh, most of you guys especially the OGs have been listening to this my boss has been on in the first 10 episodes um great dude um it was a small company there were certain things that were going on there that not that I didn't love but I wasn't making the money I really really wanted to make and I also came to a point where I realized that I'm only at that time I think I was like 24 because I've had the show now for two years I'm 27 yeah I was like 24 25 and I knew that if I didn't make a change in my life like soon I may never make that change uh at the time I was dating uh the girl who I thought I was going to marry everything was going really really well I had the podcast um you know as potential uh, you know a scapegoat and a lot what I also realized too is starting a podcast and running a podcast when you don't have very niche topics uh makes it very difficult to grow but the listener base has gone up is probably one of the most loyal because there's, I almost like to think there's something in it for everybody. And a lot of what I try to bring you guys is not only business professionals and things like that, but really high quality individuals and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so I came to a point where I was like, you know what, I need to either start my own business, I need to move companies to go take my career to the next level. You know, there has to be some kind of major change. And at that point, my relationship had started to slowly kind of fall apart um, between my commitment to work, uh, my commitment to the show, and really just not dedicating enough time to the relationship. Um, so, and and I think that, that blame fell on the two of us. I don't think it's just purely uh, one person's blame because it takes two people to make a relationship work. And um, I don't think either one of us had been giving 100% because we couldn't give 100%. Um, my ex was in college. Uh, I had just was in the process of graduating from college. And it just, it was great, but it wasn't working the way it should have been. You know, it had been working. Um, and kind of everything fell apart altogether at the same time, which worked out it sucked in the, at the time being but it ended up working out really good uh we ended up parting ways on really really good terms um she's still a great person i don't have a single bad thing to say about her and i think that you know that feeling is mutual between the two of us but now it was you know business and i needed to figure out if i don't take this opportunity right now i don't know if i'm ever going to take this opportunity i can go find another job i can go make way more money but when you work for somebody else there's eventually a cap and i knew deep down that I wasn't going to be content until I'm making, you know, half a million plus dollars a year. That was the number that I really wanted to make because that's when I, not that I would think I'd find happiness, but I don't think money would ever be a thought in my mind again. And look, it's funny, right? There's a, there's, I just recorded a podcast literally just before this, and there's going to be a podcast coming out very soon about uh, finances and all that kind of stuff and, you know, saving money and all that kind of stuff. And you could really do, you really can live pretty comfortably on, on not as much money as you think, but that was the number I wanted to hit. We also wanted two different things. I wanted the ability to travel wherever I wanted. I, I love traveling. I think it's fun. Um, and I wanted to try to be my own boss, uh, between being an Eagle Scout, a fireman, um, and, and continuously being the point of contact and, and somebody that people continuously ask for, 
um, you know, either a recommendation for or life guidance and all that kind of stuff. I, I felt like there was a lot of opportunity for me to start a business. Um, I learned a lot of valuable lessons. I learned that it's really, really fucking hard to go from one industry to another totally different industry, no matter how much you might have for success, at least in the small business world, you know, when you don't have the resources and the capital to get to where you want to be, it's like really hard. Um, I had to teach myself a lot. I had already started learning a lot of it, but I had to teach myself a ton of information. Then with that, um, you know, I, I literally ventured out. I started my own business. So uh, I had my friend John. John was like, hey, you know, if you want to crash in my studio, you know, if you want to crash in the warehouse and build a studio, I'm totally cool with that because I was going to start my business from home, which is what a lot of people do. I didn't really want to work from home, one. And two, I didn't want to have people back when I had the show with Cam, you know, we're live with Cam and Harry when we started literally out of my studio apartment slash bedroom. Um, it was cool, but I couldn't have, you know, the people I really wanted to have on because it was just strange. You know, I'm having doctors and lawyers and all these people and I couldn't have them like it was just weird having them in my room. So I needed a place to go. So it was either end the podcast, make it purely, you know, uh, they, I have to go to them for it or build a new studio and start a business not in my house, which I obviously picked the latter of the, th- the three. Um, John was gracious enough to give me access to um, his... Uh, warehouse and literally the last two or three months of me working I would leave my old job and I would come to the warehouse and I would work from like six o'clock at night till like two o'clock in the morning you know midnight to two o'clock in the morning and uh, we'd be hammering nails we'd be framing out the room and all that kind of stuff and and now on YouTube you can kind of see half of the studio if you guys follow me on Instagram um reach out to me on Instagram say hey by the way um I want to see the studio. I will have no problem giving you a small tour um, of the studio. I'm not going to make a whole video about it, but literally would come here and build out everything um, from from top to bottom, and it was really a super rewarding experience. Um, and I got to be a part of this, and especially the the other thing that I really love is the fact that I don't have capital, right? And you're probably like, why, you know, capital meaning money? You know, why are you glad that you don't have that? Well, I had to like. When I say hustle, I mean like, you know, you're taking the clients that you don't really want to take and you're doing all these things that you really don't want to do. And you're, you know, everything that I did in the studio was like, literally, how can I get this for as cheap as possible? Or can I make this myself? Right. You know, I have a couch in the studio now that was like my girlfriend's couch and she couldn't put it in her apartment. So it came here. Right. And it works really, really well for the room. You know, I had a little side table, you know, I got a mini fridge from one of my podcast guests. I've gotten, um, I've, so many people have brought me some so, some incredible, incredible things um, in the studio. And like the funny part is I still have the same desk or the same table that we started the podcast with originally, which is that's going to be eventually going. And I'm going to have a nice TV on the wall now. And all of these little things that progressively came along when if, if somebody just gave me $20,000 and said, hey, build the studio of your dreams, could I? Absolutely. But it makes me appreciate everything so much more that I didn't have this crazy amount of money to support me. I didn't have all these different things. What I had was an incredible amount of support from friends and family, more so friends than family. My, my, my family still doubts me quite a bit, which I think is comical. Um, they're probably the number one hesitator of me having a business. At this point now, a lot of my friends have been really supportive of me having a business. Um, some of them I've done business with and some of them I've helped along the way. And to me, that means the world 
uh, because I've surrounded myself and now I, you know, now it's like, you know, I came from this tiny little, you know, literally, I think it was like smaller than a 10 by 10 room. I think it was like nine and a half by nine and a half room with this giant podcast table. And you like, you would leave, you try to get up and the, the seats would hit the back wall, you know, and, and now I'm in this, you know, 11 and a half by 20 foot long room. Um, and I have my whole computer station. I have green screens. I have a mini fridge. I well, I had the mini fridge. I have a full bar now. I have my wine racks. I have, you know, we have um, we have darts. We have you know, we have a whole wall full of stuff. We have a we have guitars in here. Like it's it's pretty much a bro cave. But every little thing in here has some kind of sentimental value to me. And and being able to start with like literally nothing and build this. I don't want to say monster, but build this space that creative energy flows and, and it's really just a beautiful place to be and a cool place for people to come hang out. And, you know, it's kind of like a, a safe haven from like, hey, you know, if you're out in Suffolk County and you need a place to work, you can come out here, you know, let me know. And you can come out here and crash for a, co- for a couple hours if you need to get some work done. Um, so I'm constantly, constantly working um, on that. And and the, the bonds that I've been able to make, and now we're 125 episodes in, like, there haven't been that many repeat shows. It's pretty incredible. I'm super, super fortunate for the fact that I've been able to hang out with all of these people. You know, some of you guys have supported me on Patreon. Like, that's tremendous to me. means the world to me. And since then, I've started a media company. And, and this is kind of what I wanted to jump into is, you know, I've started this media company. I'm, I'm doing uh, websites, social media, email marketing. You guys can go on baronmediagroup.com. You can see everything on there, um, you know, the services that I offer. But What's been really cool is kind of this like self-development and self-learning experience where I didn't have any knowledge of how to price things. I didn't have any knowledge and learning from other people and talking to people and the podcast. And a lot of the podcast really happens before and after the podcast. The podcast is just what you guys get to hear. When you like, if you're actually in the room, like there's so much more that we talk about that, you know, some of these podcasts could be three hours long if I recorded it. Are you going to listen to a three hour podcast? Maybe. I don't, you know, I don't know, but that's where the really cool stuff gets to happen. You know, I love hearing on the show and we get to re- we do actually cover quite a bit on the show, but like some of the podcast, you know, some things that they couldn't say, you know, or said after the show or before the show or, you know, Hey, don't talk about this. Well, why? Oh, you know, this, 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 you know, okay, perfect. All right. At least now I know why. And I won't even go near those topics. There's so many things that happen and the podcast has helped me grow my business from learning from these, these professionals and all that kind of stuff from starting with like literally nothing to now changing my habits, changing my lifestyle, changing the people I associate with to growing this business that now allows me to have the lifestyle I want. And that lifestyle I want has allowed me to do a lot of things that normal, most people don't get to do and also learn things that most people don't get to learn. Um, Like I've learned that traveling is way cheaper than everybody thinks it is. Everybody thinks you need to go stay in a hotel. You need to go spend this much money, this, that, and the other thing. You don't. I'll be the first one to tell you, you don't. Um, I've stayed in beautiful places for forty to fifty dollars a night in an Airbnb. Um, if you don't treat yourself to really nice meals, you can stretch. We just went to. I did the other week. We did a, like an eight or nine day road trip. I think it was like nine days all said and done, or eight or nine days all said and done of traveling. We did a road trip and a Tesla from Long Island all the way down to Austin, Texas. We went down to North Carolina. We stayed with my buddy Alex. We went to. Um, we then went to Lynchburg, Tennessee. We stayed right near the um, uh, the Jack Daniels Distillery. We got to go check that out. That was really, really cool. Um, 
then we went down to Mississippi, got to hang out in Mississippi for a little bit. It was a lot of driving, yes. I got to develop a really, really great and deep relationship with my friend Antonio because we spent so much time together, and, and it was something that we didn't get a chance to do, and we were both in the fraternity together. Um, but then, you know, we went down to Baton Rouge. We hung out in Baton Rouge for a little bit, you know. And the whole time, you really learn to be like, hey, let's kind of be a little more frugal. You know, we don't need to go spend $35 on a meal. And a lot of times, we realized that we had, some of the best meals we had were literally under $15. And most of the times, under $10. You know, we, we stayed in this place right in, uh, in Louisiana. Or we, we went to dinner in this place in Louisiana right near uh, Louisiana. Can't spell. Um I, I, I remember the name of it. It was called Daryl's. I'm just trying to remember the area. It was called Lake... Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, what lake was it? Oh, Lake Charles. So right in Lake Charles is a place called Daryl's. We had, like, sandwiches there. These sandwiches were amazing for, I think, like, 9 or $10 we spent. You know, a $20 dinner and a, and a couple beers. Um, you know, we went... To, we were in Houston. We... we we had alcoholic Slurpees, you know, that they literally just put a piece of tape over the mouthpiece and say you can't drink it and drive. Um, we stopped with there's this beautiful, and I got to still make the video for it. This, we got this beautiful sunset. I think we were in Louisiana at the time, but like breathtaking. We pulled the Tesla over. I took the drone up. We flew the drone. We took some videos. Um, we had we had bought a box of wine. I think we bought a box of wine. Um, just prior to going there and we literally sliced water bottles in half to use as glasses and we're using you know we, we parked on the side of the road we're literally you know in a look like an abandoned gas station and we're watching the sun go down in louisiana thousands of miles away from home and it was just amazing it just made me value life so much more the little things in life you know we're drinking box wine out of cut in half water bottles that we had drank in probably two days prior. And it was like, it was amazing. It, it was, it was really, really amazing. And the sun was so red coming over what looked like cornfields. You know, there was a train, there was a freight train station nearby, like just amazing. Like, it's just simply amazing what's out there. And, you know, and then getting into Texas and meeting up with our friend Ariel and, 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 you know, going out to this like little breakfast spot, breakfast couldn't have been more than 10 or $12 a person. And the food was incredible. Like those hidden gems we tried to find the whole time. And we did, I think we did a really, really good job, you know, at finding those hidden gems. And like, you know, we stayed with this, this such a sweet lady in, in, um, in Tennessee, right around the Jack Daniels distillery. And it was, well, I think we spent like $65 a night there. And she was, you know, Danishes in the morning and coffee in the morning. And she woke up and, you know, she, she let us sleep in and she was like, Hey, you know, thank you guys so much for coming. She sat down and talked to us for like 15, 20 minutes. Um, you know, before we left, she gave us, you know, she's like, Oh, I want to start a log with everybody. It's there in Airbnb. Like being a business owner, not only has helped me grow financially, but has really helped me grow as a person you know, and allowed me to do things that I never would have been able to do working for somebody else. And, and maybe I could have, it, it very well could have been that way. But like, even just the other week, we went down to Washington DC for four days. You know, I know that you guys know John is John, John, I think was episode 100 was his most recent one. But, you know, we, we ended up getting these, um, if you guys don't know, they have like electrical sco electric scooters that you could ride like anywhere. And, you pay whatever it is, like a dollar, you know, it's not a dollar a minute, it's like 30 cents a minute. We ended up riding them for literally like an hour and change. And 
we we got you know I don't know when the next time I would have been able to see the the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Monument, the reflecting pool, the White House. You know, we we literally toured around there, and it was it was my kind of tour, right? I don't want to read the history. I'd rather watch a documentary on the history, but I want to see it. I want to be there. I want to smell the air. I want to see the people that are going to see this. I want to see the 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 melting pot of humans that are in there and all have this common thing in place where they're there to see something amazing and incredible that's been there for years and years and years and years. And that's what I get to do. So having my business now has really shaped me not only as a business owner, but as a person to help see other things. And the podcast is coming to play. And now now I'm releasing an online course to have that passive income that I've talked about multiple times in the show where it's all finally coming together, what I've been working on for years and years now. And, and I'm super fortunate to only be... 27 years old when this is all happening but my goal by the time I'm you know 50 60 years old is to really say like wow I did as much as I possibly could and and not living with that regret right and trust me owning a business is the hardest goddamn thing I've ever done it is you're in charge of finance you're in charge of getting the work done you're in charge of other people you're in charge of this you're in charge like literally everything falls on your plate there's not a time in the day that i'm not thinking about business even when i don't want to think about business but that's what i signed up for you know in in doing that and and when five o'clock comes i don't leave the office like last night when you're you know i don't know when you're listening to this but it doesn't really matter last night i left at like 12 30 at night i left the office was i relaxing i you know a little bit yeah you know creative energy is not easy to find and and getting ideas and throwing around ideas in your head like that's all part of the process that helps you become the best person the best individual the best creator possible and when you do all of these things that's when things start to click in and you know nobody has this recipe for success there's ways to run a business yeah but you know how do you find new clients how do you network how do you be effective at networking how do you go talk to these people how do you make power partners like all these different things that most people don't realize you know i saw a saying the other day it was like the boss makes a dollar i make a dime this is why i poop on company time it's like well not really. You know, now that I start to see both sides of the coin, yeah, you might think the boss makes a dollar, but they're paying for your health insurance. They're paying for you to have a place to work so you don't have to work out of your house. They're paying for your insurance. They're paying for your benefit, you know, your 401k. They're paying for, um, you know, a p- your holiday party. They're paying for your birthday cake. They're paying for, um, you know, possibly even a company vehicle. Like, so many times, so many people don't realize that even most of the money, you know, business owners don't really make more money than you guys until they're at like, you know, sometimes 10, 15, 20 employees. That's when they start making more money than their employees. But they're also hedging their bets, right? Every, or they're, 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 they're gambling against themselves. You know, if you choose not to show up for work one day, well, they have to go fill that spot. You know, you get time off. The business owner doesn't get time off. Just because they're traveling for fun doesn't mean they're not working. When I was down in Texas, when we drove down to Texas, every single time we stopped, I had my laptop out and I was hammering through work to catch up. People don't see that level of dedication because there's nobody watching them when this is all happening. Yeah, was it a fun? Was it fun? Absolutely. But I worked the whole time. You know, my friend Antonio, who we 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 wanted to do a podcast, but poor guy was looking for an apartment the whole time because something got messed up. But as a person, you don't see what the employer goes through. Now, yes, is there guys like Jeff Bezos that have more money than they will ever know what to do with? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. But for like the people that think like 
business owners that have 30, 40, 50 employees, that's a lot of goddamn work they got to do. And, you know, oh, they might be out playing golf. They're playing out playing golf, you know, with a friend. That friend could potentially give them business. Like, there's so many things that you just don't see that they're doing, right? You know, the facility. I have a friend of mine, they just bought a beautiful new facility. They have 130 employees. You know, it took them 20-something years to get there. You know, and he's, he's definitely making some good money. But, like, that building cost a fortune. Putting in these amenities that employees like to have. You know, it could be a bowling alley. It could be a simulator board. It could be anything like that. Those cost tremendous amounts of money. Then having insurance and having somebody clean the building and having this and having this. You know, nobody actually sees that that's the stuff that that business owner goes through on a regular basis. And I'm not fighting for the business owner by any stretch of the imagination, but these are things that I never realized and uh, nobody ever told me about when I was working for somebody else. You know, yes, they get more flexibility, but yes, you don't see them working late at night. You don't see them waking up at the crack of dawn to go to those meetings. You don't see all of those things. And as a person, it's helped me grow to realize like, look, they're doing that. You know, just because you don't see them doing it, they're doing it. Um, You know, there's a cost to everything. You can make things work for cheaper, but there's a cost for everything. And so, and now, now that we've been talking for like 25 minutes, I can't believe I just rambled on for that long. But but, but the moral of the story is um, that I really want, I think, uh, at least I think what I want you guys to take away is, is one, you have to create your own success. It, it could absolutely be within a company. Dedicating, you know, people that think that, you know, not dedicating their time to their company is, is, is you know, oh, the company's stealing my time. No, no, no. Having clear communication with your employer and saying, hey, by the way, I know I'm on salary, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I need to take a day off of the family. Like, can you do me a favor? Like, I, I can't miss getting paid for the day. Can you help me out? You know, more than likely, I would like to say most ethical entrepreneurs are going to help you out. There's no doubt about it. They're more than happy, and you have no idea how many times they're probably willing to go to bat for you that you don't even realize. That's number one. Number two is... You know, you have to create your own success and, and create your own happiness. Nobody is going to tell you the secret to, to happiness. You have, Happiness comes from within. If you're not happy at a job or in your life or in anywhere, you have to make a change. You have to do that. Not your employer, not your family members, nobody like that. If you're not happy in your marriage, you have to make the change. You have to either go get help. You have to go have those conver- those, those really bad conversations with your significant other or good conversations with your significant other. But whatever it is, you have to you have to go do that. It's not anybody else's resp- responsibility. It's nothing like that. If you're miserable or you hate where you live, which most of you probably know that I absolutely fucking hate New York, I have to move. I'm building a business. I can't just leave tomorrow. It's not capable. You know, it's not likely anymore. But at some point down the road, especially in the next year or two or three, I'd like to be gone. I'd like to go down where it's warm. And and that and that's you know in the Carolinas and and you know start my life there. But you have to create your own happiness. If you're if you're not happy that you only get two weeks off, go find a job where you get three weeks off. If you're not happy that you get three weeks off, go find a job where you get a month off. If you're not happy with the amount of money you're making, you have to go find the other the job. Nobody's just gonna give you more money. If your boss isn't giving you a raise every year, which I don't think that they should have to give you a raise ever, you should have to ask for it and you should have to earn it then go find a new job you know show prove to your 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 the business owner that hey i'm i think i'm worth this amount of money i've gotten offers for this i i've really been putting in the effort i'd rather stay with my company you know the grass is 
Here's another life lesson. The grass is almost never greener on the other side. It can be sometimes, and you could be in some shitty grass, but most of the time, keyword most of the time, the grass is almost never greener on the other side. It can be if you're in a shitty situation, but it's really not always greener on the other side. That is the hardest thing I've ever had to learn. You know, I could, I, you know, I, I laugh because I think it's so, it would be so nice to go back to being an employee and working 40 hours a week because at 40 hours a week, you're done. You're done. If you work a little more, you're done. I work like 80 hours a week right now. And yes, I'm a startup business, but if just because I'm not at my desk working doesn't mean I'm not working. I could be watching TV and things are going through my head about work and this, that, and the other thing and growing the business and how I'm going to afford this and what I need to buy and how to be more efficient processes and all that kind of stuff, Right. Those are battles that you need to fight as a person. And and lastly, the uh, the best piece of advice that I I could ever give you guys out of 125 episodes down and I I'm curious to, and the reason why I'm recording this is cuz I'm curious to see I'm curious to go back and listen to this in you know a year or two and see if my my answers have changed but surround yourself with really really good people. It doesn't matter how many people it is, you know, more people doesn't mean more better, right? That's just the nature of the beast. I've had to cut relationships and this and, you know, this, that, and the other thing all the time because they're not the right people. They could have been the right person. People are going to come and go all the time. Don't burn bridges unless you have to, you know, but surround yourself with the best people possible. It's literally that simple. If you if you surround yourself with the best people possible, I don't want to say there's no way that you can fail. But having those people around makes it way easier to succeed. And that's in anything in life. That could be buying a house. That could be living. That could be being a parent and anything like that, right? If you have really good friends that are willing to help you out whenever you need, those are the most important things. I have done, in my in my personal opinion, a really, really good job at surrounding myself with really good people. Now, I've done some podcasts with some people that it turns out I really didn't care for, and I, none of you need to know who those people are, but for the most part, especially the more recent episodes, have been some of the best people I know um, that I've been surrounded by, and, and I'm really trying to do my absolute best at cutting out the people that don't really mean much to me and things like that, and it's not that they're bad people, it's just they don't play a part in my life in getting me to my end goal, and you have to figure out what you really want. And then whatever you really want, you have to go chase. Just know the repercussions. You know, know that starting a business is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. You know, know that people aren't always going to be there for you. You know, family's always going to be there for you. If you have your two or three homies, you know, your best, best friends that'll, you know, ride or die with you. Those are the most important people. Everybody else, that you know, if they're important, they're important. But you can't call on a favor from them every single time. They're just not going to answer. And then you got everybody else, your friends that are kind of acquaintances. You know, oh, you might go get a beer with them at the bar, but like they're not your homies. They're not, you know, if they don't show up for beers at the bar, you're not going to lose any sleep over it. Those are, those are your friends, but they're not like your ride or die friends. And then you just have your acquaintances. You know, find the people that matter the most to you and cherish them more than you could ever imagine. They're so critically important in your life. That's it. That's all I got. Like that... That was a half hour of me rambling. That was actually way longer than I thought I was even going to go. But I'm really glad I got to do this. You guys are like the shit. If you've made it this far, you're, you're just a bomb. I'm not going to plug my stuff. You know, you already know. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening into this one. Um, 
for the homies that listen to every show and have been like day oneers, honestly, you guys are the shit. And and look, if there's somebody that you guys want me to have on, please reach out. Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Go on Instagram, search Harrison, you know Harrison underscore Baron. You know, follow me. Send me a DM. Be like, yo, can you get this person on, or can you get somebody in this industry on? Can you talk about this? You know, if you say the word, I will make it happen. I have enough friends. I have enough connections to get whoever you guys want, either on the show or somebody in a in that same industry on the show who has a personality who can talk and all that kind of stuff. This show is for both of us at this point. I don't do it for me. I don't do it for you guys. I do it for us together, one unified being. That is the goal of the show. So if there's anybody that you guys want to hear me get on or there's anybody, you know, a perspective that you want me to bring in, I don't care if it's good, better, and different. As long as that person can hold a conversation for an hour and a half, I'm in. I tell you that flat out. You want something? Do you want me to produce something? Just let me know and I'll be more than happy to go get it. I, I genuinely love that. When you guys give me ideas of who I should have on the show, that is, in my, in my opinion, when the best podcasts happen because now I have to go find somebody as opposed to them being one of my already dear friends. And it really makes me work the process, the vetting process, making sure they're who I want to have and all that kind of stuff and bring you unique perspectives. You know, I've had some pretty incredible people on here. I've had a lot of incredible, a whole lot of really incredible people on here. And I look forward to bringing that back to you, you know, continuously bringing that back to you guys. But I wanted to give you guys a life update on everything that I've been doing. I've been a little inconsistent lately. I know that owning a business is really fucking hard. Um, Business is exploding. Thankfully, I'm beyond stoked for that. I can't wait. Um, for that to just continuously grow and this to be, uh, hopefully, uh, even a, in a more professional setting where I have, you know, the microphones that I want, the mixer I want, the, the camera setup that I want, and it's all being blended together in a beautifully digestible platform for you guys. But on the flip side of things, to make that happen, I also need your help. And that help is just to be doing exactly what you guys are doing. Subscribing, listening to the shows, telling your friends and family about it, and together we're going to help grow and and for my day oneers my you know the the homies that have been there since day one I know who you guys are for the most part and the for the, for the people that are coming along for the ride and maybe this is your first episode welcome I really do appreciate you being here it means the world to me and every single podcast I do I try to add a tremendous amount of value to your life and the moment I stop doing that is the moment I'm going to give up on podcasting but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon so I'm beyond excited i'm stoked that you're here until next time guys thank you for tuning in i'll see you guys on the next one peace